Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. Here are your idiot hosts, Eileen Regular Hosts, Adam and Joe. Well, thank you for the introduction, Autopilot. I am Joe. I'm Adam. Hey, Adam's here. It's been a while, buddy. It was one podcast, <laughs> man. <laughs> well, the listeners don't know that. Oh. Now we do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. This is Shannon. I'm back. This is Shannon. Yeah. Well, hello, I I'm am... back. This is Shannon. Is she related to Casey Ryback? <laughs> That's stupid. I don't know who that and is. And who else is there? I'm Shannon. This is back. Oh, <laughs> flipping it on its lid. Hey, Matt, back. Matt is hey. back. Hey, Matt. Matt's a little under the weather today, as are we all. Some sort of flu going around here. Don't know what it is. Ooh. Maybe it's allergies. I don't know. I, I'm not used to that. I didn't have seasonal allergies until I moved, so enough complaining about my crap, though. Your life. This week, we're going to be going over a classic movie called Fletch, starring one Chevy Chase. Oh, yes. Woo-hoo. A very Chevy Chasey vehicle for him. It worked uh-huh. out perfectly, I think, for uh, for his uh, humor, his wit. His mm-hmm. wit. His repartee. How old is he in this movie? He's got to be near 40, I'm guessing. Yeah, he's got to be 40-ish, somewhere around there. Is this at his... Like the end of his career? No, this is in like what? I <laughs> this Sorry. is in his heyday. Okay, so it's in the middle. N- yeah, it's okay. at it's He's... at the height of his career. Sorry, his golden age. Yes. Hey, don't be angry at me. I've never seen this movie. There wasn't much left I'm... for Chevy Chase after the mid nineties, because um, it turns out he's an a hole. So really, yeah, mm. people didn't want to work with him. Oh, who knew? But that might be uh, foreshadowing what's in my notes for the movie. <laughs> uh, before we get into Fletch, as always, what do we have to recommend? Adam, you go first since uh, it's been a minute. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, I'm going to recommend something we kind of took back off the shelf, dusted it off, uh, The Blacklist. Mm. Mm. Yeah, um, we started the series a while ago and then... Like many things with me, they kind of fall by the wayside. It's not that I get bored with them, but I don't know. You just immerse yourself, at least for me, if I immerse myself in one thing for too long, I'm just like, nah, I'm Your good. Your wife must be so happy. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh, sorry, I got that. I said that. your wife must be so happy. My wife is never happier. <laughs> oh, so, boy. yeah. So the blacklist. I'll keep it to the one for now. <laughs> All right, Shannon. Let's see my recommendations. I actually am going to recommend uh, Forza. Forza. Ooh. Do you know what Forza? Again. Is? Again, I've never recommended Which that. Which Forza is it, Shannon? 
Oh. A game. It is a game. It's one of, it's probably my favorite game. Uh Forza Horizons two. No, Horizon, not Horizon. So I very much enjoy it. Finding all the secret cars, that's probably my favorite, but I really enjoy racing games for a chick playing video games. Nice. So nice. Yeah, she loves racing games. Hey. Sweet. Yeah. Hey, remember that one time, Joe? I did the, like the marathon. Dude, what game was that? And then it like Gran froze Turismo on, like, two. You were doing the, the the endurance races that took like two hours. Ugh. Right. And we had to sit there and listen to that stupid garbage song. Oh uh, my god! Only happy when it rains for two hours, and then it froze at the finish line. I was so mad. I was so ticked. <laughs> <laughs> I chucked my controller out the window. Back in our younger <laughs> days, when we had nothing to do with our time but that for two hours. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, Those were the days. Uh, I also want to recommend, because I watched it this week with the kids, Finding Dory. I very much enjoy that movie, and I could repeatedly watch it, because the character Dory is just wonderful. Lovable. So. Yay. Yay. Peace, Sydney. Would you say unforgettable? (laughs) It's a joke because she has, like, some sort of uh, immediate amnesia. I'm the world's best... Glasses or something? <coughs> Good one, Matt. No, it's the whale. Your joke is not lost on me. Right? I, I didn't hear it. What did you say, Matt? They asked. They said uh, she has amnesia or something like that, and I said, who does? <laughs> it's always better when you go back and have to explain the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it. I it's didn't no longer it. funny. Thank you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thanks for ruining his joke, Adam. Jeez. What? <laughs> There's a sequel oh, to this movie. As a uh, consolation prize, Matt, what do you recommend this week? Uh, the Blacklist. <laughs> and <laughs> and no, it's really good. It's a good TV series. Uh, but I also recommend a indie video game called Ooh. Battle Brothers. Battle Brothers. Yeah. At first, when I saw it, I looked at the title and I was like, oh god, this has got to be stupid. And then I looked at kind of just like some of the graphics and I was like, well, yeah, this is definitely stupid. <laughs> and then and I watched some of the gameplay and I was like, well, this doesn't look half bad. And then I played it and I love it. Okay. Ooh. Battle Brothers. Is it a platformer, a strategy? What do, what are we getting into? It is a turn-based strategy game Ooh. with a bunch of different elements in it and Fantasy. if you like if you like Game of Thrones, you probably uh-huh. like it. Oh, no, oh, cool. not for me. I'm a car racer chick. And well, what's the name of that game again? To Matthew. Cards, so. Oh. What's the name of the game? Battle Brothers. Battle, Battle Brothers. Brothers. Gotcha. Hmm. Take down the patriarchy. Just men video games here. What the heck? So Yeah, we... I know. I was like, where's the sisters, dude? <laughs> Wonder Woman's got her five minutes. Jeez Lapeets. Hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, Joe. I don't know tell which us side what of the stupid recommend. line I'm on today. <sighs> All my recommendations are pretty simple. Ooh, ooh, I have another recommendation. Can I, like, barge in? Go since ahead. You have Tell all me this... your recommendation. We were watching Mythbusters in my classroom this week, and I really enjoy the old Mythbusters with the whole crew with... Um... Tori, Grant, and Carrie? Yes, thank you for finishing my sentence. And they were actually doing an episode on who can take more pain, men or female women mm-hmm. or and, female women <laughs> well you do have yeah. to probably qualify female that now. Women. <laughs> yeah i need Not some to be sleep is with the male women well adam remember this is 2017 that exists now 
That's true. It, Maybe it, I need to be more specific. Whatever bathroom you want to use. But the women win. Huh. Like, okay, great. Completely. But yeah. It was it was rigged. It was not rigged. They had to put their Men hand are so in much ice better. water. They built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. Ooh. <laughs> I was ready for you to say bronze. Matt, are you uh, also proud of your mane of pubic hair? <laughs> yeah. Wait. What? He's coding Anchorman. Come on, get with it. I know. Jeez. Oh, Calm down, man. Calm So down. are you done recommending now, Shannon? Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. You weren't recommending, so I jumped on the train. He was, but you're train. like, ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, ooh, ride it. It's my job. Yeah. I butt in all the time. To bother me incessantly. Till death do us part. High five. Sorry. Uh, for my recommendations, I <clears throat> watched this <laughs> the premiere of this show called Into the Badlands when it came out a couple years ago. Yeah, I remember watching the beginning of that. But I never really got into it. I was like, well, do I want to waste my time on this? But then I watched this, a uh, like a video essay about the show and about why it's good and how it gets better in season two and all that. So I gave the first season a shot. And I have to agree with the, the comments or the... The position of the video and that it does get better as the season goes along um and it's just great to see like really good eastern style shot martial arts on american television to be honest eastern uh, style yes they shoot martial arts movies different in like china and japan the iron fish should take notes you know oh. what i mean yeah daredevil does it really well the iron fist did yeah. not <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense for go. someone who doesn't know what you're but talking about. But this show, Adam, I'm surprised you're not into it because it's a very ninja assassin as far as like the gore. Oh, I'm, I was very into the first season and then they went to the second season. I just haven't picked up season two yet. I started watching season two and it's very good. But season one is on Netflix for those of you who have uh, a Netflix subscription, which if you're alive, I'm sure you do or you have access to one. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, watch that. And then I have a Don't Watch, which is also on Netflix. It's a dumb movie called Re-Kill. Re-Kill. I was going to say, like, Butt Kill? It's called Re-Kill. You know, I love horror movies. This one's a zombie one. But it's found footage. Ew. I'm about tired of found footage movies, man. Mm. Man, Mm. this one is probably the best device of the last five years. Where they play it like it's a reality TV show, like you're watching The Hunger Games, and the the crew goes and slaughters all the reanimates. They're not called zombies, I don't think, in the on the show. Reanimates. Uh, it's just live television, so it's you, there's mm. commercials and like because they went through a, a zombie apocalypse. Uh, there's constantly commercials for. Uh, it's like doing it, like procreate, and there's like this sexy couple like banging all the time. Sensually, like okay, and it has yeah. everything to do with zombies. Totally, what was the on one it. you recommended? I don't. I, I don't recommend this movie. It's a no, no, no. no. What was the one that you recommended? Oh, the into the Badlands. Into the oh, Badlands. Okay, okay, okay. Which, if you ever drive through the Badlands, you are like, does it ever end? Has anyone drove through South? Dakota? I don't know that this no specifically correlation. has anything to do with the Badlands specifically. <laughs> I guess it could. No, no relation. Of course but not. It's just a walled-off section of a post-apocalyptic America. I'm guessing. There's no I place. I mean, I guess it doesn't necessarily even have to be Earth. 
but I don't think it, I don't even think I don't think it's because they grow like poppies everywhere. And mm-hmm. do we grow poppies in America? I'm sure we could. <laughs> Where do, else do they grow? <laughs> it's well, usually a, Middle Eastern. It's a big Middle Eastern crop. Iran. They got to have dry. You don't area. think we yeah. have that type of climate? I here? think we could grow poppies here. I just don't think we Maybe. do. We we put all our money in corn, baby. Corn and weed. Yeah. Oh. Mm. And wheat. Don't forget wheat. How wheat. And soy. Soy the other corn. <laughs> soy the other corn. Yes, your little estrogen nuggets. <laughs> so mm-hmm. those are my recommendation, not recommendations for this week. Those are all of our recommendations this Yay. week. So a couple for the bad the blacklist, the bad list. The bad list. Which I guess is that spin off yeah. show that got cancelled. <laughs> You could call that the bad list, right? And we got some sure. video games nobody, this week. Nobody so. knows. Do you guys know they spun off the blacklist into its own show? Oh, yeah. I heard about oh, it. Yeah, the, I knew that. I'm surprised you didn't know. The husband dude and uh, the chick who plays Jean Grey the went husband, off and had their dude. own show. Hmm. Famke Jensen? Famke Jensen, yes. And yeah. I forget the husband's name on the blacklist. Tom. Tom Riddle. It's called Redemption. Blacklist Redemption. Blacklist Redemption canceled. Tom Keen and Susan Scotty, it looks like. Ooh, yeah. Piscotty. But I digress too much about a dumb show that got canceled. Let's get into Fletch, baby. Oh, yes. Jew. Jew? Oh, no, no, no. I heard Miss Racist. Yes! Awesome music! Let's get into Fletch, man. Get on my now the theme shorts. music isn't that cool, even though that's a deliberate yes, it is. the deliberate it's rip from off. the eighties. It's definitely cool. That is like Beverly Hills meets like Beverly Hills Cop meets well, like the the theme that awesome. runs throughout the movie is total Beverly Hills Cop rip off music. What I totally wanted to grab my thigh master and just watch this movie. Whatever. What? But the the eighties opening is a little <laughs> more cheesy. And I like it. It sets the tone for the movie. It's dumb and cheesy, which is basically what this movie is. That's what a thigh master is. And I totally forgot that Gina Davis is in this movie, and she's totally underused. Right. Larry. Larry, yeah. She's like, what is she? She's like, she's like Fletch's gopher. Well, she's like the invest. She's like the resource lady for the reporters. I think. Right. Resource. But it seems like they have a. Like a very because comfortable relationship they, with each other, but then they she's totally okay with him going after the do. blonde. I don't get it. Ooh, some fluid thoughts. Thoughts on the beginning? No, on Gina Davis. Do you think that like? Because I looked at it like she's like itching his back and stuff. Like, are they just like really good was, friends or? Yeah, it was definitely an underdeveloped relationship for the movie, but you couldn't develop too much because then I wouldn't leave any room for Gail. So but who cares about Gail? I think he was totally doing her, and they had Gina some Davis? thing going on, and they just never made it like a thing. So it was just, just kind of a work thing. Friends with Tell that from her rubbing, uh, itching his back. Yeah. Well, it's not like she get, ever gave him attitude. She would do anything mm. he asked. So it seems like she just totally wanted to be with him, but there was never a. But he never thing. used his snarky, like, uh, come ons with her. Like he did with Gail. Hey, can I borrow that towel? You know, he he never was never doing that stuff with her. So right, so it makes it's me think that they his had. Money penny. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's his money penny. Very good example. So she wants to bang him, but he's too busy banging everybody else to realize it. Great. <laughs> so Chevy Chase plays this guy named Irwin Fletcher, 
Irwin. Which you don't find I out totally. I am yet. Fletcher. Um, um, he's a reporter dude who wears jeans and a Lakers jersey to the beach. Okay, did that jersey look fake, or is it just me? It's the just three old. and the two looked really it's off. Old. Oh. It was just really old. So that it looked faked from the sun. Yeah. But the numbers look completely spread apart. I was like, thirty-two is no. That's that how far it was in the eighties. I just thought it was like yeah. a rip-off jersey. No. Can't afford a nice Can't one. I know. I think that's he pretty was much... supposed to look nice. He's supposed to look like a beach bum that was a junkie. Yeah, so he's I mean, to look like he's not going to go around in like the best. Which I got to say, like his outfit, as dumb as it was for the beach, kind of like if you're looking at what he's wearing, I would say that that's a in type of outfit you'd see some hipster wearing today. Exactly. Right. Ripped jeans, mm-hmm. hoodie, basketball jersey. That I could totally oh my see somebody. How we've digressed as a nation. There you go. We've gone back. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. we're hitting the eighties again. Don't we remember the mistakes of the synthesizers and the high hair? Don't we? Can we just please? I'd say high hair synthesizers. I think <laughs> you're going too far. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, Adam, you're musically retarded, but that's fine. And there were such things as beach bums. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that used yeah. to happen. She says, was, as if it, it doesn't happen now. Wow. There was such a thing? Yeah. Oprah visited one day and was like, you get a house, you get a house, <laughs> and you get a house. Then it was over, right? And, and the beach bums were no more. No, no. That's what uh, happened. It's true. Someone took their uh, trailer and parked it on the beach and it started a new fad. Oh, you think Mel Gibson just ended it all? Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, here's where we get the entrance of one brain. George Went. Who? <laughs> Fat Sam. Cheers. Yeah. He's George Fat Went. Sam. Mm-hmm. He's like a drug dealer for the beach, but he never leaves his chair, but somehow he gets the drugs. It's a mystery. Ha ha ha. But then there's this other dude. Other I don't dude. even know his name. Who's always running from the cops. Gummy. Gummy? Oh, Gummy? Hey, Banjo! Did you watch it, Shannon? Yeah. But you didn't see this a lot of these characters a lot to learn their names. A lot of these characters a lot, yes. Well, you saw Chevy <laughs> Chase all the time. You saw Pretty much. him telling these weird jokes, which weren't funny. But I've never seen this movie, Adam, so don't, you know, kill me. So you, so you didn't watch it? Yes, I did. I just watched it like two you hours just ago. just said you've never seen it. Yeah, this is the first time I saw it. Okay, so you have seen Okay. So, anyways, blah, blah, blah. They're setting up the fact that uh, Fletch is a reporter, and he's trying to dig for information as much as he can. So he learns about the mystery of the beach. He starts walking under the pier, and then we get Tim Matheson, who plays Alan Dickwick, and he propositions Fletch like a male hooker. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's being what? a creeper all Sorry. like in his with his nineteen eighties binoculars. Yeah, yeah. I forgot too. His name's Stanwick. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I pronounced his name wrong. He called them something else. But he propositions them like a hooker. He's like, "Hey, you want to come to my house? I'll give you a thousand dollars. Just, I just want to touch it. Just you know, involve me dressing up as little Bo Peep. Propositioning my dressing up as little Bo Peep. Something like that, Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh. He's, he eventually goes with them. Yeah, because, you know, anyone can use money. After what seems like a very awkward car ride, they're just, like, both staring off into the distance, like, don't talk to me, don't talk to me, please don't talk to me, don't talk to me. Well, well. It, I'm, I'm sure it would be awkward. <laughs> right. But not, like, a 
hey, how's the weather? Nothing is weird. Anyways. At least roll down the windows so we can see their flowing hair. It is the 80s. But no. <laughs> no action. And we're, estab- we're well established by this point that Chevy Chase is just going to be a smart aleck for the whole movie. Of course. Of course. He's, he's quippy. He's good at it. Quippy? He's quippy sarcastic. He's quippy and sarcastic. But and I no wonder one... too, like, how different... You know, could have things been for Kevin Nealon if he had got this job instead of Chevy. Because <laughs> he could have pulled this off, too, I think. True. But no one in the movie really, like, got it except for her. Like, everyone her. else played stupid. Like... What are you talking about? We're not talking about any girl right now. What's wrong with you? What? She's what? talking about the quipping and the joking and the sarcasm. Oh. Thank you, Adam. Someone's listening. But he said her. You're welcome. He said her? Who's you, he? You said no. her. You said <laughs> nobody said, got it but her. She said, she's saying Gal is the she only one that she says jokes. He said oh, she that, said. Oh, that, that thinks he's said, funny? Yes. yes. Gotcha. Wow. Mm-hmm. Little Bo Peep, huh? Uh, so what? while he's at the house, <laughs> uh, he starts scoping oh. out Gail at the pool because he's a peeper. <laughs> Dude, and, sweet uh, car, by the way. Jaguar. Dickwick, Stanwick, whatever his name is, he wants Fletch to murder him, which is a suicide Ooh. by Chevy Chase. Which doesn't make any Ooh. sense. But... Chevy Chase, however, did well, decide to perform this act on his own career while he was filming the TV show Community, so he's well-practiced. Yeah. Oh. Well. Okay. Because <laughs> he doesn't work anymore now, anyways. Okay, so during this scene, <laughs> one, one line that I enjoyed was, you do have Robert rubber gloves well, right. i can't even say it and he's like i rent rubber I rent. gloves <laughs> <laughs> everything he says is snarky right but that's the only line i think i giggled at and because i i thought i couldn't remember if stanwick was aware that he was the reporter and he was just seeing if he would play along but it turns out he's he had no idea he just thought he was some sort of junkie <laughs> keeps calling mr nugent throughout the whole yeah. thing mm-hmm. <laughs> mr nugent <laughs> I mean, the police chief knew who he was, so I don't know why he didn't share that information with Stanwick. Or did it not matter, do you think? I didn't think it didn't matter because the two worlds hadn't collided at that point. Yeah, I don't think he thought it mattered. But he he plays like... Because, well, because the the, the police chief didn't put it together until at the end when he's like, I've noticed fat Sam and Gummy missing, so he went to go investigate. He knows he's a reporter at the jailhouse when he first meets him. Right, but he doesn't put two and two together, I don't think. With uh, uh. No, I'm saying if Stanwick knows he's the reporter, why does he play so stupid like Fletch can't figure any of this out? Maybe he really is stupid. I'm thinking that. No, I don't think, no that's what I'm saying. I don't think Stanwick knew. Right. Right, okay. I, think I, can buy and I, don't, think the, I don't think the police chief told him because the police chief finally at the house said, Fat Sam and whatever, so I decided to come check something out so but evidently they weren't sharing all of the information with each other either mm-hmm. <laughs> no you don't share money no no uh stanwick had his own thing going but we don't want to jump the gun yeah please. no don't. we do not this is where we get our gina davis entrance and she shows oh. up in the very highest pants you can possibly imagine <laughs> i mean these are some I mom pants it. baby they're like real mom pants mom uh, pants Mom pants. i think she had her nerps tucked into them i don't even own those oh but her hair hasn't changed either. The big poofy, like perm that she has going on. Uh, she doesn't look like that now. Hmm. Let's see. She'll be returning as uh, Regan on The Exorcist this fall. So no, her hair's still curly. Um. 
Oh, she straightens it. Fletch's boss here is trying to push him to finish the drug dealing story, but Fletch is more interested in Stanwick, so he kind of goes to the doctor to see what Stanwick's chart looks like, because that was Stanwick's thing is, I got cancer! I got the cancer! So this is the part of the movie that kind of threw me, because why would he throw away a story because some guy asked him to murder him because he's dying? One, one, because he keeps telling his boss that the story's coming. He really doesn't have anything. It's dried yeah, up. I think... So he falls. He starts following the rabbit hole that is interesting, which is yeah. kill me for a thousand bucks. So well, what I he says it... is is the leads on the drug case have are dried up. He says I'm in a gray I... area, mm. but there's plenty of leads here he can follow. I guess the yeah. only like hook that I got from the scene of. Fletch being at Alan's house was the fact that he saw Gail by the pool and he was like, ooh, Gail. And that's where I thought the hook came in when he's like, okay, I'll try this lead. You know, there's a female. No. Because that's his what guys do. Lead, his drug lead wasn't going anywhere. So. Yeah, he, he wanted something to do. It seems like, um, although he's a, I don't know, dickhead as far as his sarcasm goes, but he's a very capable investigator. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. Very yeah, he seems job. very witty and smart when it comes to finding so, out the truth. He goes to Stanwick's doctor to try to pump him for some information, but he, uh, I don't know. Dr. Jellyfinger? He's, he's got some uh, sore kidneys. So, you know, my kidneys feel a lot better in this position. Maybe it's just that I'm not doing any calisthenics. You know, if I <laughs> sit-ups in the morning or bent over like this, I'd probably feel... 100%. And what is he doing down there? You ever like, serve time? You ever serve time? He's getting a finger in the old tutor, man. Yeah, but doctors don't normally like squat down to do that. He's totally checking well, out everything. Well, you know, he had to get personal with him. Yeah, uh, I mean, you don't usually stare into the abyss when you're given a prostate exam. I thought it was a feel type of thing. <laughs> they just needed him off camera to make sure something was happening, so... Oh, yeah. okay. Doctor yeah, Jellyfinger did his thing. Maybe he wasn't thing. using his hands at all. And uh, anyways, but shady <laughs> Doctor Jellyfinger comes back to the what do we call it? The autopsy room <laughs> next yeah. to the records room. Well, after the old uh, finger in the butt, Fletch <laughs> Fletch puts on a, another disguise as a doctor, and he heads down to the records room where another guy's like, "Hey, come uh, help me with this autopsy," and Fletch faints. <laughs> This is an unusually large spleen. Which you no, saw have you ever it... seen a spleen that big? Yeah, not since <laughs> breakfast. And what is he sawing into? You don't saw into spleen. It's not a medically accurate movie. We'll just say that. Yeah, of course. It's got female <laughs> female women in it. I mean, <laughs> you can't be using terms like that. Uh, so he gets the records and finds out there's no cancer. He's got what? no cancer. Yeah, Stan looks lion. Oh, he's this is a. a... Bastard rat. Who knows? <laughs> but then he gets old Dr. Jellyfinger and the autopsy doctor a little spoof when he pops the paper bag. Yeah, and they drop a heart. <laughs> that that caught me off guard because I was like, well, he's going to have to sneak out of there because that guy knows what he looks like. And right. then he's just like, bam! <laughs> and he just stands there. Have Looking you seen this before, Matt? Yeah, a long time ago. Okay, all right. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a very long time either, since the 90s probably. Ooh. But then he pops up and uh, he's at the club. Oh no, I skipped over this part where he's pretending to be the doctor and he's dropping all his papers. Oh yeah, that was 
she goes down yeah, to that, the uh, this made me room. chuckle when he's doing this. Oh, it's me, Doctor Doctor you go. Doctor. He's talking over it and it skipped. <laughs> I was trying to play it. He says, I'm Doctor Rosen 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 Penis. I'm Doctor Rosen Rosen. Well, if you looked at the sign, they're all Doctor Rosen. Yeah, they were, somebody. They were all Rosen doctors or something. That must have been a big family tree. I think it's a joke. Well, duh. Because I don't get a Rosen whatever is going to be Jewish. Whoa. So it's a race joke. All right, Adolf. <laughs> what I'm saying? They're all successful doctors in a hospital. How is that some sort of racial? Jeez. Oh, all Jews are successful. That's like reverse racism. It's like pedestalism. Is that right? Huh? Anyways. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so Fletch, uh, and he's got more costume changes in this movie than like a, oh, a Lady Gaga concert, I swear. <laughs> I know, and I was like, where does he keep all these things? In his car? You don't... <laughs> Who knows? Well, and it's funny, at the, the end, fight, he's he, given his he's boss the, the bill. He's buying as he goes along, because at the end of the movie, he yeah. sticks his boss for the bill. <laughs> a gorilla no. costume? He doesn't stick the boss, he sticks Mr. Underhill. <laughs> no, no, he no, the bill for all his costumes goes to the paper. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Mr. Underhill gets the trip to Rio. Yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. I actually call that when which is the next scene when he goes to the club yeah, he goes to the and club. you see this cheapskate complaining. Well, he's not being necessarily a cheapskate, he's a dickhead. Mm. Right. Sure. It's he's... worse than being cheap. I think it's kind of a little both. He's cheap and a dick. This is a this is a country club too, so the the listeners know because when she said club, I was like, I don't remember there being a scene with people dancing. <laughs> you know, it's it's a country club, and these people are all rich, you know. But this guy doesn't want to part with a couple bucks. They're all up in there in Studio sure. Fifty Four. Right. Chevy Chase takes was... note of this guy's name, and it's going to come back because he starts charging things to this guy's bill throughout uh-huh. the movie. And. Am I the only one? Like, I could never make it at a country club because they always wear white. I would totally. Not after Labor Day, darling. Everyone was wearing white. I would have food all over myself. That's true. You do spill. I did notice, too, when he's walking up to the country club, there's, like, lots of little physical comedy in this movie. And, like, he whacks that dude's uh, Mercedes with the tennis racket. (laughs) I thought that was hilarious. And there's like tons of it. Like later in the house when he stood stands up and starts walking, he stands into the light fixture and like he's wearing oh, the thing yeah. as a hat. Bangs his head on the jail cell. Yeah, there's a lot of it. <laughs> so you said that was funny? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's oh. called physical comedy. Oh, I didn't like it. Okay. Anyway, Fletch pops into the tennis club to get some inside info on the wife, mostly because he wants to get inside the wife, I think. <laughs> but she sucks at tennis. Yeah, she's not good. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> oh, and he gives her some tips, and she's got no balls left. <laughs> then he so goes she has to and, use uh, anyway. He goes to the, <laughs> I don't know, the aviation company that uh, Stanwick is president, vice president of, and it's uh, Gail's father is the. He's playing owner. the SEC, the yeah. SEC uh, investigator, right? With a broken <laughs> nose that the Secret Service broke his nose. And he's, He's trying to shake him down for some info. And he gets some good info. And, like, the thing that popped in my head was, like, this is very catch-me-if-you-can. This is a much more innocent time where you could do this. Right. You know, it's all this tomfoolery going on. Try to pull this off now, and they'd be like, well, we're going to shoot you. Yeah, well, they could just check the internet. No, you're not this guy. I have this picture right here. Who are you? 
And that was my point right here. I was like, how does anyone believe him throughout all of this? But then I thought, oh, this is 1985 Yeah, or it's whatever. a simpler time. There was no internet. Yeah. On his way out of the office after he gets the info he needs from the father-in-law, he scams the secretary for uh, the real estate guy in Provo. So right. uh, that's where he's going to go next. But first he goes home and he's dodging his wife's attorney. Yep. So he goes up the fire escape, and then the attorney's Which waiting for him. we there. didn't really need that bit in the movie, other than the fact that we saw his apartment, which is full of Laker Ye- stuff. Yeah, I could say that this is superfluous. Because um, we never see him again. Other than you know why he got in the car. I guess this, if you know that, if he knows that he's $918 short on his alimony, that he's got to take the 1000 bucks just to deal with this one problem. Maybe he's thinking ahead. Maybe. Maybe. It's never explained. Well, I think also it's setting the stage for somebody who's been treated like a dog, and then later on in the movie it comes full circle because he can sympathize, empathize with Gail. So. <laughs> sure. And, you know, the publisher's clearinghouse joke comes back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember that crap, guys? Oh. Ed McMahon. Just send oh, in yeah. $3,000 in your life in stamps, and maybe you can win a million. No, get some magazines. Yeah. Mm. I did not know that. Did you know that, Ed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Star Search? Yeah. That was oh, Ed McMahon's God. baby, baby. <laughs> Ed, Ed McMahon was the host of Star Search. Hey-o! <laughs> so, the... Fletch lays down and has a dream now? Yeah. It's, we're going to take time yeah, for a dream yeah. sequence where he's, Afro. where he's got Fro-Fletch gear on. Fro-Fletch? Fro-Fletch. That's what I'm going to call him. And he's an all-star basketball player. Mm-hmm. Worth every bit of the $3 million they pay him to be on the Lakers. Four, $4 million oh, a year. Is it $4 million? Mm. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, and that could be superfluous, too. Maybe just to show, once again, how much he loves basketball? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, basketball. Yeah, uh, he goes back to the beach now. And uh, he becomes a victim of police brutality. Yeah, which, <laughs> you know... Another part of this movie, were cops bad at this time? Like, No, these cops are bad. This is what it's showing you. Yeah, they were corrupt. Yeah, so, these are, They were on the... There the was no good cops at all? Or? No, no, these cops are bad. So it's like, he, they, he even says, like, well, that's not normal. Gotcha. Right. Right. They're part of the whole drug drug ring at the beach. So, And we get the first inkling that perhaps the Stanwick thing and the drug thing are intertwined. <laughs> so Fletch hops on a plane and he starts messing with, messing with his tape recorder, which evidently he records him banging women on. <laughs> You're not yeah. recording this, are you? No, 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 no. Do you think, no, no, like, never, never. Is that like, uh, <laughs> it's iCloud hack proof, I guess, but I mean... <laughs> Did people actually do that in the 80s, I wonder? I'm sure we they did. Know. I'm sure they used camcorders, too, but right. you know, yep. he doesn't have the equipment. Any listeners out there that if did that, If you flip through your Polaroids really fast and play the audio, is it like watching Watching, <laughs> listening. Listening. Oh, anyways. You know, it's mentioned on IMDb that Chevy Chase liked this movie the best because it gave him the opportunity to be himself. So a lot of the humor is him. Is that yeah. what you were referring to when... That show that he was on, whatever. Community? No, he was uh, notoriously an a-hole to everyone on Community to the extent that after I believe it's season two or season three, whatever the last season he was on, at the rap party, 
all of the cast and crew started chanting "F.U. Chevy, F.U. Chevy," until he left. Whoa! Wow! Yeah. So nice. Okay, so back to the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Fletch calls the realtor dude, and there's more shenanigans afoot because. Uh, they did not pay no three million bucks for some property. He was mistaken. And what's with this lady at the hotel watching the Mr. Potato Head yeah, I commercial? Don't <laughs> I don't know. It was I for comedic she, effect because yeah, she's the fly over here. Right? Yeah, yeah, she she's she overhears super. him say something about like three million bucks, the money, and yeah. then later on she he's like, "What does I he say?" Larry. I love. Oh you, yeah, Larry. I love you, Larry. No, I love yeah. his body, Larry. Yeah. And with my three million, I'm going to buy towel. Mr. Potato Heads. Yeah, he's in a towel too when he's talking to Larry later. Um, oh yeah, when the calls are ten cents. So he tells wow. the real estate guy, "I'll be there first in first time or first thing in the morning." But he doesn't. He goes there at night, mm-hmm. and he ninja breaks into the office. Turns out the property is only worth three thousand bucks instead of three million. Of course, but and dude, he gets this... chased by a hellhound. <laughs> This guard dog, I'd want this guard dog. It can jump through windows, open doors with its mouth. That's the kind of guard dog you want. Mm -hmm. No comment, Adam, Matt. You don't want guard Uh, dogs? I I think my cat could take them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And when he's on the hood of the car and he's taking a picture of the dog, he goes, say flesh. Say flesh. No, flesh. Oh, I thought you said fetch. Instead of cheese. Then he goes, oh, look, a whole bunch of defenseless little babies. <laughs> and it runs off. <laughs> Works oh, every man. time. You fell for the oldest <laughs> trick in the book? So now we know Fletch is really onto something, because when he gets home, he gets some drugs planted on him and abused a little bit by some dirty cops. They take him to some the chief. Oaf. And uh, the, the chief spins this little yarn about how he has undercover cops all over the beach, and it's bull crap. Um, we know that he's dirty. Because mm. they go to toss him in a cell, and he threatens to murder him. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty pretty good sign that. No, we got to back up because like one of the funniest parts in the film. Like I know Shannon kind of shared what part she thought was funny, but before when those two cops are in the oh, yeah. room, and he goes, "Why don't you two uh, leave us alone for a second? And Fletcher goes, "Yeah, why don't you, why you guys, guys go to the gym and pump, pump each pump other?" <laughs> I just played the sound clip. <laughs> Play it again. Why don't you guys go down to the gym and pump each other? <laughs> he's got a lot of those good lines. I liked it too when they were reading him his rights. He's like, you have the right to get your face punched in by me. You have the right to get your balls kicked in by me. And he goes, I waive my rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Good old Chevy. Back in the 80s. Oh, well, yeah. So Did he, you see uh, make a joke about the chief uh, coming out of the closet or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, when he gets into the precinct, he goes, oh, you'll like the chief. He's a real happy guy. Yeah, he's... yeah I heard he was like that ever since he came out of the closet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that joke would fly today, so PC the... There's a lot of stuff in this would not fly today. <laughs> yeah. So Fletch is about to get murdered, but then he goes, no, I'm done with the story. I won't do anything else, so survival of the wittiest at this point. Right. And he goes and tattletales on the chief to his boss but his boss doesn't believe a word of it of course not no. so he flips in the bird and jets to an airport didn't done so and so does larry larry yeah larry flips in the bird see they're on the same page man so he's at the airport now and he puts in some fake teeth and finds out that stanwick every time he flies every single week he uses enough fuel to go to south america and back 
Could he be the one getting the drugs for the chief? Who knows? It's totally obvious, but okay. So he heads back to the tennis club now and orders a very expensive lunch, a $400 lunch, as we find out, and barges in on Mrs. Uh, Gail Stanwyck in a towel. Which, this house is super tiny. It's a cabana. It's like a cabana at the club. But still, like, the door frames can't be normal size. Coco, Coco Cabana. Woohoo! Uh, and he oh. has a great line here. She she opens the door in a towel, and he goes, Hey, can I borrow that towel? My car is <laughs> a water buffalo. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for you to use that line, Joe. I'm going to use it all the time. I guess um, I'm not They have a nice little anyway. romantic lunch together, drinking Dom Perignon, <laughs> and he probably finger blasted her. Uh, and Underhill shows up at the door wondering why uh, he's got a $400 bill for a lunch charged to this room. And uh, as he's going to leave, he tells her the whole shebang. Everything about her husband, that he's dirty and all this stuff's going on. And she doesn't seem that surprised. No, she doesn't. And she's very troubled. She doesn't seem that heartbroken. Well, she already said earlier she was bored. Right. But she's very trusting of Fletch. Yeah, a stranger. Because she's a bored housewife. Right. Mm. That's how the the pornos go. (laughs) (laughs) Man, where was the cool club dude that she was banging then or At like the, Copa the tennis retriever the country boy. club Gee, the tennis pro. you want boring you date somebody from there jeez exactly she already has a guy from there whose dick doesn't get hard anyways whoa hello well, his mm. name's stanwick it's a joke but then well, he tries to like jump out of the, the window effort. right don't say the f word <laughs> what's that shannon he tries to jump out, not jump escape through the window because mr underhill's banging on the door like give me i have a 400 dollars bill right this is stanwick but he takes stanwick's suit right which comes back later mm-hmm. who would have known but then Who'd we kind of like then it jumps to the scene where it's kill music it's like dun, 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 dun. well from he starts tailing stanwick and you see stanwick buying gasoline put it in the car and if I think we all figured out at this point in time what Stanwyck's plan was. But did we really need to see that? It's like well, we kind of knew what was you know happening. That he, he's up to no he's good. He's going to fuel up the plane. I, I know. Yeah. yeah he's, <laughs> putting, he, he's putting all the pieces together. And right. then that's when, at the end when you get to read the note, he's working through all this. We don't get to see it all, but even the small thing like, oh, I noticed it didn't hit me until your wife said something while we're in bed together. Right. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that don't come together to the end. Then you realize, man, this guy's been a step ahead the whole time. So to me, that's the only reason why this movie wouldn't hold up today because it tells me too much. I like well, to I don't, like maybe figure movies it out. Weren't that sophisticated back in that back then? You know. Yeah. Sure. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead, Adam. <laughs> no, I was gonna say. You can't be super sophisticated with a budget of $8 million, so... Well, you know, Undercover Blues has a very similarly twisting story, but they didn't show their hand at all. Where this movie showed you the whole hand, Mm -hmm. and basically, when the reveal happens with the letter, you're supposed to go, oh, that's what all that stuff meant, but... Most shows do that. Yeah. We know the language of movies, because we've been watching them for Mm -hmm. however long we've been watching them, and we know what this means by now. So I don't know if, like, yeah, who knows? Right. Because, like, as soon as we saw Mr. Underhill be upset 
with his bill and how he was charged, I immediately called out. I was like, he's going to somehow come back in the movie and he's going to be stuck with some bill. And it like immediately oh, yeah. happened. I was like, okay. <laughs> you you bit should like write movies, movie. Shannon. You got this stuff down. Oh, yeah. Woohoo. So he goes back home um, no. after tailing Stanwick, and he notices the cops are waiting for him, so he takes off, steals a car. By accident, he bends down to pick something up. The trash can, so he can step to get up to the fire escape. Right. And he only sort of steals a car because the car was already stolen. Right. He <laughs> jumps in some guy's car with braces. Did you, did you guys notice the kid was trying to hotwire the car? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> he leads the cops on a merry chase, uh, which then swishes to a foot chase and Fletch escapes by using his mouth basically by singing the national anthem but we have like the fake Terminator cop in this part which was wonderful yelling you know at them as they're driving on the highway because you can totally that was understand. so badly dubbed yeah yeah <laughs> and then a car flips a cop car flips oh yeah the chase is pretty epic but then moments later there's still two cop cars following him like they just oh it flipped over we're good let's keep going Mm-hmm. No, I think one of them stopped. Right, but they both stopped. But the car oh, completely flipped well, back onto its just... wheels. Yeah, oh. they weren't going anywhere after that, though. Right. I think there was just more cop cars than they let on at first. Ah. Uh, well, there are two cop cars and a motorcycle in pursuit, at least. So I think there was four in total. But I know what this there? part. Yeah. I saw. I noticed too. I kind of imagined <laughs> Ross Geller playing this music because it kept playing over and over again. Like, and this is part, like, this chase is... Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shannon's enjoying that too much. Well, I love the car chase because it, I think this, the car chase, I mean, he does it throughout the movie, but I mean, he's feeding a line to this kid, like, oh, these are the guys, and I'm going to give them a hard time, they're, they're, they're giving us an escort. The whole <laughs> chase was pretty good. Then he goes behind the semi. Right. <laughs> Just to... Just he could have just, like, stopped in. there. Yeah, he right. could have got away, but it's his own hubris that he's like, I right. gotta dick with these guys some more. <laughs> right. He's just that guy, you know? Mm-hmm. I think so I after that, that after, after he escapes narrowly, uh, he goes to the airport and he finds out that Stanley... Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? You gotta go back because he goes into a room of... I don't know what these people are. It's like a VFA. Okay, for Fred Dorfman? Yeah, yeah. I kind of talked about that. He gets away by singing the national anthem. Yeah. Hug a cop. Right. Yeah, the dwarf. <laughs> the dwarf. That's a great name. Oh, yeah. He totally says the guy's a, you got syphilis <laughs> and that his wife's a drunk and a drug addict. And, and yeah. trembling. What was <laughs> that all, like looking around like, oh, my Trembly God. Hills or something. Trembling Hills. I laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the weed. She's on the weed. Yeah, so after there, he goes to the airport, and he finds out that Stanwyck is picking up a side piece in Provo on the way to Rio after he, quote-unquote, dies. Which, now we're starting to understand that he's going to kill Fletch. Mm-hmm. Right. But who is this Sally and Kavanaugh everyone's talking about? Because everyone goes by their middle name, Sally Ann. You do if you're from Provo. <laughs> okay. So Fletch hops a plane to Provo to figure it all out. He finds a dude with a shotgun instead. <laughs> a pig farm with a giant like no, no not that yet he goes to the house remember and he sees publisher's clearing house and it's sally ann and he goes upstairs he starts looking under the bed and there's shotgun man oh that man yeah like i said there's a lot of people in this movie but fletch gets away and how does he do that uh, kicks uh, him in the yeah. nards 
No. Yeah, I'd like to think if I uh, were in this situation, I'd do roughly the same thing. I'd be like, hey, your shoe's untied. And he'd be like, I'm not falling for that. And I'd be like, well, you will. You know this movie started... (laughs) You know this movie started the whole hoax that you couldn't rip your tags off your mattress? No way. Yeah. Wow. No way. Yeah, it used to go around all the time. And I'd hear people saying or whatever. I think even my mom and dad at one time said, don't mess with the... With the tags on the mattress. <laughs> I mean, it says on the yeah. mattress, don't remove them. So, I mean, there's that, but I don't... Well, think... you can't remove them until they're bought. But once you buy them, you can remove them. But it was an urban legend going around. I don't... I'm surprised you guys never heard. Oh, but... no. I, I okay. didn't know it started here. That's cool. So, people mm-hmm. actually, like, went to the mattress store School to match, off you. the tags? <laughs> no, That's mattress cool. stores can't give you a mattress with the tags already off. It, that's a law for selling mattresses. But everybody in their homes would never rip off the tags because they thought it was a crime. Right. Uh, yeah. Because of this movie is what he's saying. Because he oh, goes when yeah. he's in the Provo, he's like, I'm a mattress inspector and you don't have any tags. Yes. <laughs> I hate to pull rank on you. But then he makes <laughs> up another lie that he's a cousin. No, he goes, your shoes are untied and kicks him in the balls and runs out. No, he starts with, no, I'm Sally Ann's cousin from somewhere. And then that didn't work out. So then he said he was the mattress inspector. And then he did the shoe. And then he goes to Stanwick's parents' house, who live in Provo. And he's Harry S. Truman. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, it was named after the president. (laughs) And I trust that. They find out that Alan is married to Sally Ann Kavanaugh. Is that her name, Kavanaugh? Yes, Kavanaugh. Yes. Yes. Turns out... They've been married for eight years, making his marriage to Gail not necessarily legal. Because in the state of Utah, it is legal. Were they married in Utah, though? I don't think they were. I think they're. She said she's never even been there. Oh, she hasn't. His his marriage in California to her is not legal, so he has no rights to any of her money. Oh, remember when they got married? She had the money, and he did not. Correct. True. So Fletch goes and tattles on Alan to Gail, and she's a little nonplussed with the whole affair, I tell you that. And then he goes, why don't we go lay on the bed and I'll fill you in, which is a pretty good line. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. No. Come on. No. It's funny. All right. It's time for a vote. Everybody who thinks it's funny, say aye. 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 (laughs) Nay. And the eyes have it. Angela, I miss it. you. <laughs> She's still not worth two votes, so. I think Angela was said I too. Yeah, That's I think she it's a have. dumb guy joke. Maybe. It's not well, even funny. And we're all you're dumb just guys. saying that because you're a dumb guy. <laughs> <laughs> but then here he comes on the beach. He's yeah. a roller skating monk or whatever. He, he looks <laughs> not like a monk. What is he supposed to he be? Looks he looks Middle Eastern. Like it, oh. sure. <laughs> he looks Middle Eastern in descent at, at this point. He's undercover. He's With... undercover. He gagas it up again. Another costume change. Well, his costume, like, I don't know if you picked this out. His hair on his uh, forehead was, like, in the shape was, of a heart. It was like Charlie Brownie. It was in the shape of a heart? It, no, it was just bald. I swear it looked like a shape of a heart. And here he, he plays Sam and uh, Gummy against each other to find out some info. And he finds out the dude that Gummy is the middleman between Chief and Fat Sam. Right. And then mm-hmm. he gets... Hence why, hence why he's always being picked up by the police. <laughs> right. And then he finds out that... Uh, or he gets Fat Sam to say that he's going to flip on the Chief and Stanwick. 
Oh, and mm-hmm. he also knows now that the drugs are coming from South America, so it's confirmed to him. So he knows everything. But right. he is... What does he say? Hold on. Hmm? I wrote this down somewhere. He said a line like, he's not part of this country or he has no country. Remember when he says that? What are you talking about? I'm a man without a country, he says. Oh. When the cops are after him and he has no place to oh, go. Oh, he says it to his editor because yeah. he can't go home. He can't go to the paper. He can't go anywhere. So he says, I'm a man without well, a yeah, country. Well, yeah, he heads back to the paper. He's got his sources. He wrote his story. Um, but he knows that his life is on the line with this one. Mm-hmm. That's why he says that. But so he's he, like, I'm quitting. See ya. But the editor's going to give it to uh, Mr. Rogers, a professional news reporter. At least that's what he looked like to me. No, that's not at this point. At this point, he's totally on board. Right. Yes. I'm just I'm going back to that line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. He, he does. Well, Fletch is, is playing a very thin line with his editor, mm-hmm. giving him the finger and stuff. And he does receive an ultimatum saying, if you don't have the story by 11, you're fired. But, you right. know, that, that just might you be know, hot he says, air. if you don't have the story by 11, don't come back from Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might just be hot air to get him to work harder. Who knows? Yeah, they seem I, to be something buddies. tells me this is just the relationship between the two. Yeah, mm-hmm. get a a hard hitting, some sort of editor dude and the put upon investigative reporter guy. But now, like the f- movie finally comes to the end, which you already kind of know what's happening. Yeah, we know what's happening. Yeah, which I was like, okay, f- finally this is over. Like, I wasn't in suspense whatsoever. And he checks the car, and there's well, gasoline in the trunk. Well, he's confirming his suspicions at this point. He checks the trunk of the car right. to make sure that yeah. the gasoline is in there. Right. Yeah, he, um, he already wrote the letter. He knows what's going on. Right. So He checks the, the drawer with a the gun. There's no gun in there. And everything looks bad, because Stanwick isn't even there. Like he said, he would. He sees the suitcases, and he's like, oh, what's going on? He looks up, and Stanwick's there pointing the gun at him in Fletch clothes. Yeah, but right. Fletch is in his clothes. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Which made me think for a minute that the wife was in on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought for a second too, because I'm like, well, if she gave him the suit, that's just gonna that's gonna be more, that's gonna be like towards the goal of getting him right. to look like the dead, the dude while he's dead. But as as soon as I see Stanwick get so pissed off, like, where'd you get my suit? Where'd you get my suit? I realized, mm-hmm. oh, she's not in on it. Mm-hmm. Right. I never so, thought that for a second. <laughs> But then he uses a line, which I wish he wouldn't have. Go ahead, make my day. It just wasn't the right. Well, we're not there yet. Okay, sorry. We're not there yet. Stanwick has a drop on Fletch, but Fletch has leverage. He's wrote a letter explaining everything, and he says, if I don't show back up at such and such a time, it's going to go my to the people. authorities. <laughs> go ahead, make my day. And it basically day. tells everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gail shows up, gets the rest of the scoop from the letter. Stanwick does... stole money from his from his new newer faker wife and is <laughs> retreating to Rio so that he can retire early with all his sweet, sweet cash that he didn't earn. Uh, but Fletcher ruins everything, so he's a little pissed. Mm-hmm. And it turns out Stanwick wasn't filling the chief in on his little uh, Rio de Janeiro vacay. <laughs> and he's a little pissed about it. So pissed, in fact, that he shoots him. <laughs> it was very easy for these two to be pinned against each other, too. Well, yeah. You know, there's no honor among thieves, right? No trust. Nope. Uh, the chief is uh, upset at Fletch, and he's going to shoot him to death with his tiny gun. But Fletch zippos him, and uh, 
He just the, doesn't zippo him. He turns the gas yeah, on. Yeah, he turns the, the gas fireplace. on the fireplace and throws a zippo down, and the chief gets engulfed in flames, and the chief gets on top of him anyways and starts punching him in the face. But what happens? She hits him with a tennis racket. Let's go back to the zippo the thing. The irony. Did you guys have zippos <laughs> when you were kids? Were they the cool hit? I sure did. I had my, smoked I, cigars, and I had a beard. And Ooh. My parents would never have let me true. have one of those, but Joe and I found a big lighter one time and had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> A big lighter? Bick. A Bick. A Bick. I was like, a big lighter? And then, a big Ooh. lighter. And then his what mom told Adam, my dad continued to like whoop my butt, so that yeah, was fun. Funny. Your mom totally narked on With me, With the big man. lighter? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I had a Zippo, to answer your question. Only Joe, huh? <laughs> Finally. Oh, man. So the irony of him getting saved by her horrible tennis swing. Right, she's spot on this time. Yeah, she took his uh, lessons to heart. Oh, and by lessons I mean their bang sesh they had earlier. They did hit him not. in the shoulder and totally they knocked totally him bang out. Sesh. Remember, he goes, well, "Go lay on the bed and I'll fill you in." And she goes, "Blah blah blah," said something, and the lights clicked off. They were totally boning. Oh yeah, males. That's all you think about. So Anyways, Fletch saves the day. Uh, and they take the airline tickets that uh, old Dickwick was going to use, and they go Alan. to Rio and enjoy a sweet and sexy vacay on the beach. Where he's trying to explain basketball. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best relationship. Why are they always dribbling the ball? It's childish. She doesn't talk like that. I know. She might as well be, though. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, and we learn in afterthought voiceover that he charged his whole trip to Underhill's Amex. So. <laughs> no, that was kind of yeah, funny. His credit card, do you want it? Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. So there it is, credits. Which, for a typical 80s movie, you saw little clips of the movie in the credit scenes right. of Chevy Chase. When you see their names pop up. But it's all him. It's not like... Anyone else, yeah. right. Joe Don Baker's face didn't appear once. <laughs> yeah, so overall, you know, it was over and done, and I was thankful. I don't expect a high rating from Shannon, so let's start with <laughs> Matt, buddy. What did you overall think of Fletch? I thought it was pretty funny. I think it's Chevy Chase's, uh, not in his prime, but like his prime movie where he can be his Chevy Chaseiest. Sure. Chevy Chase. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was pretty funny. I would give it a solid 6.83. Ooh, he 6. went to the 100 place. All right. No. It doesn't necessarily hold up for, like, a young person trying to watch a movie nowadays nope. because of all the political correctness that exists now, which is dumb, but... Ooh, excuse me. Uh, I think it's still funny. Anyways, Shannon, go ahead. Why? I thought you wanted to save the worst for the Go last. ahead. Okay, my rating of this movie, Fletch. Yes, I'm a first-time watcher of this movie, but I don't think I would ever pull it out again, and unfortunately, we, we own this says. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just fill it up. Um, <laughs> I would give it a two and a half. 2.5. Wow. Yeah. I didn't like mm. any of the humor. So, for I everyone like listening... This movie mm-hmm. is worse than Tremors 2 to her, for everyone listening. Yep, that's true. Okay. I actually would watch Tremors 2. I did watch Tremors 2 more than once, and I'd probably watch it again. 
Because I think it's great. This is real life, guys. Anyways. Well, I'm a true Tremors fan. That's probably why. Okay. Yeah. It's like if there was a bad lethal weapon, you'd still watch it. There it's is lethal. a bad lethal weapon. It's called four. <laughs> but you'd still watch it. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come I thought on. four was amazing. It's okay. Huh. They keep calling me on the cell phone. Uh, all right, Adam, buddy, hit me with it. All right. Um, it's just mine, right? This isn't going against cinema yeah, history yours. or anything like that. Cinema history. This is how we originally started rating things. Yeah, but they're but kind of the same thing, aren't they? Away. That's what I'm doing it by. Opinions. Anyways, I'm giving it my own. Like from not holding up against anything else, I give this like it's a solid like seven point five for me. Seven point five, not bad. But this is yeah. one of your favorite movies, right, Adam? This is yeah. I, this is a go to. Like if I'm in a like a, I just want to enjoy a movie. This is a go to that I know I'll enjoy. So yeah, which well, makes sure. sense. My go to movie is Tremors. Well, well, Tremors is great. I'll never say that. Tremors Graboids. is great. None of us would disagree. Tremors 2. <laughs> you don't need to argue with me. It's not so great. Anyways. You know I'm always right. Well, I'm we going to stick with... We did a whole podcast with... of this. You guys can move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick with the guys on this one. I'm going to rate this a 7. It's a fun movie. It's got a predictable but winding plot. And Chevy Chase is great. But he's not too much. He's you know not what I mean? too much what? He's not doing it too much. Like, he's not... Um, I can't think of a great. He's not like Mike Myersing, Mike Myersing it. You know what I mean? Right. Where it's like, not over the top. yeah, this is still Austin Powers. It's not the Love Guru. Mm. You know okay. what I mean? Mariska Hargitay and all. I was thinking this track. is Chevy Chase in his <laughs> wheelhouse. This is this is who he. I think this is who he is, and this is a character he wanted. Even he said that he wants to play. So. Yeah, he's fast talking and he's having fun and This is probably why I never got into comedy. <laughs> why I totally went toward action because I didn't get the comedy that I grew up with. Like I s- didn't think this movie was funny. So, since they're going to make us watch the rest of the Tremors <laughs> stuff, should we should we make them watch Fletch Caddy too? Jack, Fletch lives. I didn't even Yeah, I noticed there's a second Fletch and I'm like, "Really?" How can you make Just a, a bunch second more movie? Chevy Chase movies? Yeah, yeah. she doesn't like if Christmas Vacation like either, guys. Chevy Chase movies I really enjoyed. It's the Three Amigos and this one. The Three Amigos is great. Yes, I like it the is. Three Amigos. But I don't... Yeah, I just can't get into the Chevy Chase, Animal House, Vacation. Vacation's great. National Lampoon mm-hmm. stuff. Christmas Vacation's great. There's a lot of them. Uncle Buck is good. What? I'm just looking at more movies like this. Yeah, it's not, doesn't have Chevy Chase in it though. No, but it's kind of along the same line of humor. Not really. It's in the same vein. They yeah. have it in the same not category. Quite, it's an '80s comedy, but it's not. It's not like this. Yeah. It's more. It's actually I, probably if you've watched Uncle Buck lately, it's actually more dramatic than it is comedic. Hmm. I haven't watched Uncle Buck in a long time. There's set pieces that are funny, like the giant pancake, but I mean, it's not. It's not like a broad comedy like this was. Gotcha. So I watched it recently with the kids while you were gone doing something probably a year ago. 
and it was I, I was actually shocked because I remember it being hilarious, right? And it's funny, but it's actually kind of deep and like because uh, it is Buck's a bit of a loser. <laughs> Don't tell anybody I, I said yeah. that. It's uh, it's a uh, yeah, it, it is comedy, but it's more of a uh, discovery, self discovery yeah, kind of comedy. It's got meat to it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I, I, I'd agree with that. So, can we revisit? Is Fletch two good? Fletch lives. Did you, have Fletch you guys lives seen? is pretty good. It's okay. I think it's not as good as the first one, but it's so good. No, but it's not like Caddyshack two bad. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh dear lord, that movie's that bad. Sounds it like a disaster. Tell you what, hilarious. the Fletch lives is is very um like a lot of things that would carry over to another film. This keeps Fletch lives keeps a lot of the the base material for that show that it has in Fletch. Yeah. So it's good in that sense. I don't remember it as well as this movie, but I just remember it being pretty much more of the same. Yeah, it is. And yeah, it is. I think he stays true to that character and they don't change it too much to where you're like, Oh, that kind of ruins the character for me. Fletch, the Fletch character. Oh, what do you mean? Like Captain Jack Sparrow? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He didn't change much, did he? Oh my gosh. Well, Wait to the next one. Really good reviews. Yeah, it's horrible. No, I'm talking about Fletch. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, Fletch is a beloved movie. Someone says it leaves part. you dying laughing. I disagree. I laughed but... a lot. I I laughed quite. I a laughed bit. a ton. Well, to me, a laugh is like ha 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 ha, not ha. That's not laughing. I did that quite a bit. Funny he he or funny ha ha. Okay, Get bent, Adam, what's ha, the difference? Ha. He, he, ha, ha. Sounds the same to me. To me, like, ha, that's funny. <laughs> I kind of feel like the scrubs <laughs> check. That? Ha, that's so funny. That's a that's when you have diarrhea and you're laughing, Matt. <laughs> yeah, or, or you're being a racist Asian. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> well, uh, check your white privilege, everyone. <laughs> oh, geez. man. You son of a bitch. We're getting quite historical. <laughs> so I got this little clip here. It's pretty fun. It's uh, Fletch saying all the names he used in the movie. Let's check it out. My name is Erwin Fletcher. I'm Dang you, soundboard. I'm Dang you, soundboard. See, now those clips are hilarious. Try it again. Try it again. I can't. It's still playing. <laughs> I'm done, 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 done. I'm done, 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 done. Let's try it again, guys. My name is Erwin Fletcher. I'm uh, Don Corleone. Oh, it's me, Dr. Rosen Phoenix. Dr. Rosen Rosen. Dr. Rosen. Harry S. Truman. Igor Stravinsky. Name's Liddy. Gordon Liddy. Mr. Sinlinden. Nugent. Ted Nugent. John Cocteau stole the bar. B A B A R. Don't ever call me Erwin. Okay? John Cocteau stole the It's like, uh,. I'm from something Smithsville. Something. Yeah, Winchesterton Fieldsville, Ohio. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. From the deeds. Winchesterton Fieldsville. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. The House of the Red Door. <laughs> what movie? Oh, um, Fish Called Wanda, where he's like, I'm Alfred Manchin Jensen. <laughs> and she like says it perfectly. <laughs> oh, man. So, those are our thoughts on Fletch. Uh, Shannon gives it a thumbs down, but we all give it a thumbs up. 
Um, if you're like sensitive to political correctness, maybe don't watch this movie. Maybe just stick inside your echo chamber and like enjoy life. But uh, if you appreciate comedy and uh, the roots from which it has all sprung, I say give it a watch. Old comedy, sure. You gotta admit, Chevy Chase at one point in time was a titan of comedy as far as movies go. Like I said, I didn't yep. get to watch that at my time, so maybe if I had the experience as a kid watching some of the comedic humor, like the only comedy I heard as a kid was Bill Cosby on record. I'm not talking about stand-up comedy. I'm talking about like comedy film. Yeah, I never saw any comedic films when I was a kid. The only comedy I ever heard was the stand-up of Bill Cobbs- Cosby. Cosby? Cosby. See how well that worked out. Ugh. Jello. <laughs> Jello. Boo. What a quaalude with your bud bop. Do a bad Bill Cosby. Let's do it. Who, Adam? Adam, yeah. Come on, Adam. I can't do Bill Cosby. No, neither can we. Did you hear them? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what. Yeah, anytime you want a bad impersonation, I'm your guy. Well, here, let's let's hear your Bill let's Cosby. Hear it. I can't. Uh, I can't. Do it. I can't. Peer pressure. Say I something can't. inappropriate about women in pills. I'm <laughs> good. <laughs> well, Adam chickened out. Oh boy. Adam check it out. Chickened out. Oh. Chickened. Like chicken. He was, he was for what, what are you chicken? Like Back to the Future. No, and I mean nobody calls me chicken. See, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> Do we normally say what's coming next? We do normally say what's coming next. Thanks for keeping us on track there, Shannon. Next, we are not doing this movie, but we're going to do oh. Tusk. <laughs> I got really excited we were going to do Tremors 3. I can't wait no, to watch next, it. Next is Tusk. Oh. Um, is it on Netflix? Tusk is not on Netflix. Let's go wow. to the internets and check fan.tv. I don't know where you'd find Tusk. Is it bad that um, I'm not looking forward to watching Tusk? I don't know. I'm sure you're going to have to rent it online. I don't know that you're going to find it at your family video, but you may. Your family video store? Blockbuster? It exists? No, no, family video. Did you I not know, hear it was me? It a joke. Um, yeah, it's on your usual on-demand sources, Amazon, iTunes, Vudu, Google Play. Um, but okay. it's not streaming anywhere. <coughs> yeah, but like I said, I'm not looking forward to this. This looks weird and creepy. It is weird and creepy, and it's Kevin Smith. Um, oh, it's Kevin who, Smith. When he did Red State, he took a huge departure from his normal, uh, I don't know, view askew averse, where uh, he's basically playing with his friends, and he started doing like these weird horror movies. And uh, as we discussed in a podcast you'll never hear, <laughs> uh, it's... Uh, Kevin has a problem because he edits his own movies while he's making the movie. He has a problem finishing strong. So Red State and Tusk are brilliant for about three quarters of the way through. But I don't think he quite knows how to end the movie. Huh. <coughs> well, I guess I'll find out how it ends and so will everyone else next week. There, There is so much. Have you guys seen Tusk? No. Nope. There's an actor who just passed away. His name is Michael Parks. And in Red State and Tusk, uh, Kevin writes him these beautiful monologues where he just gets to be a crazy person for a good five, six minutes at a time. And they're like haunting and disturbing and he, he just acts the crap out of it. So this is a horror movie? It is a horror movie, yes. Oh, I'm so looking um, forward to It's the to first this. of his Canadian, I uh, forget what he's calling it. 
he's making these uh, rubber monster movies is basically what he's calling them. He made rubber. Tusk. Ooh. He made Yoga Hosers. Got a little too excited about that. And he's making a movie called Moose Jaws, which is just a moose that's going to be Jaws. I was going to um, say, was that like a condom name? I think he's calling it his Great White North Trilogy or something like that. They're all set in Canada. So. Dude, these could all be like names of boxes. Never mind. Boxes of donuts? No, no, I was going somewhere else. Oh, I'll okay. stop. Uh, but yeah, so find Tusk somewhere. Um, maybe you already own it. Maybe you're Not a Smith aficionado. I don't know. Uh, but it's uh, very fun, to say the least. We'll have a lot to talk about, I'm sure. Because this is a very divisive movie. And I'm trying to think. Oh, no, when he made Red State, he quit show business. <laughs> so, gotcha. It's pretty interesting that he came back and did this anyways. Hmm. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Yippee. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll have a lot to talk about. Uh, this was recommended by Angela, so I'm sure if you don't like it, you're going to hear from her, just like I did for Tremors too. Dear and Lord. your wife. Whatever. Well, love you too. I'm going to say this. Tusk is better than Tremors too. That's your opinion. You're entitled <laughs> to it. You can be wrong. Exactly. Whatever, Wildfire. Isn't that the name of the ostrich? Mm-hmm. Okay. You had to second guess. You remembered it, not me. Talk to the hand. Ooh. <laughs> Bullshit. Anyways. Disappointed. <laughs> I need to find that draft. That'd be great. Oh, they don't even know what we're talking about. Do you guys know about that? What's about up? what? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. Off the air. So, anyways, join us next week as we talk about Tusk. Thanks for joining us this week when we talk about Fletch. <sighs> that was a lot to say. Um... Um, you're... Yeah, as always, find us for reviews and such on moviedummies.com. Um, yeah, I'll be posting content on there for a while. And if these dummies ever uh, submit anything, too, they'll have their own opinions plastered across the world wide webs. I'm too me... busy working on my bad impressions. Ah, me, too. <laughs> me, too. Yeah. Mm, no comment. No comment. As always, everybody, uh, thanks for listening, and for Adam, I'm Joe. And for John, I'm Adam. For Shannon, I'm Fletch. <laughs> and for Fletch, I'm Shannon. No, for Matt, I'm Shannon. You should have said Ted oh. Nugent. <laughs> oh, t- no, no, no. What was the other C one? I think that was it. Yeah. I think you're speaking fluent. I was trying so hard to play the theme music. What oh. was the name from Caddyshack? Mitch comes. Oh, Mitch comes. I yep. didn't say that on the recording. <laughs> Mitch comes something. Got injured in the Mitch war. Mitch comes stain. Oh my god. You were in Vietnam? No, homo. <laughs> uh, yeah, but those aren't funny jokes, Shannon. I don't know why you're laughing. Those are guy jokes. That's a great movie. Anyways, I would. Oh, don't go there. Blam, blam, blam. Bill Cosby, President Bill. <laughs> Now everybody,
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.